0: Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin Loretz, and today we're going to be talking about calculating and knowing your debt payoff date. And when I mean knowing it, I really, truly mean knowing it. When you define this date, this date that you're going to be out of debt, Uh, You draw that line in the sand. It becomes a known quantity and it's something that you can move towards. Uh, Until then, it's an amorphous goal. It's some date in the future that may, you know, for many of us may never come unless we have this concerted effort towards getting out of debt. This can also apply to any other financial goals that you may have or any other uh, personal behavior change that you want to do. I'm currently reading a book called Essentialism by Greg McCowan. Uh, And with, you know, alongside Atomic Habits, really, these two books are pretty amazing reads for anyone who is trying to enact behavior change, whether that is get out of debt, you know, pick up a new habit, uh, start a new routine, something like morning routines, you know, morning pages, all that kind of stuff. In this book, the subtitle is The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. Uh, And what he means by that is looking at all these lifestyles that people have become accustomed to being busy and doing too many things uh, and essentially being socialized into this being okay, being normal, that you're spreading yourself too thin. uh, You're spinning your wheels on things that don't necessarily provide uh, an outcome. And that isn't to look at things like uh, rest or you know vacation things like that. It's you know us actually spending our working hours on things that don't have any meaning in our life, that maybe don't pay us, uh, that you know ends up spreading ourselves too thin, so that we can't accomplish our goals, and really being able to focus on the uh, essential few over the trivial many. So in my case as a freelancer, that's looking at my clients, and this is something that I've been doing, uh, going through and figuring out who do I enjoy working with. Uh, You know, I enjoy working with them all, but really at the end of the day, I only have enough time to spend a certain number of hours each day, each week, each month, uh, and can I handle working with every client that I have currently? Right now, I have projects that are, you know, on back burners that just don't have as much work right now. But then, you know, next week they may become front burner projects. And if every one of my clients became front burner projects next week, could I do it? You know, and in the case of right now, I'm trying to get out of debt, and so being able to have a bunch of work is great when you're trying to make a bunch of income. But again, you're limited in the number of hours that you can actually work. And burning the candle on both ends is not going to get you anywhere other than you know making you sick, running you down, and making it so you can't work at all in the first place. Uh, and I really do appreciate that in the book because he does talk a lot about creating a buffer. Um, and we're gonna talk about this book as a whole episode in the future. Um, but creating a buffer for time uh, that's also something that we've talked about with money, right, creating a buffer in terms of uh, an emergency fund or something like that. Um, but then he also talks about figuring out how to say no to things. And when you everything that you say no to allows you to say yes to the right opportunities and the right things in the future. And so uh, if we take it back to calculating our debt payoff dates, uh, this allows us to draw that line in the sand so that we know where we're heading. Uh, so that we can focus on all the activities that will allow us to make sure that we stay on track to hit that date and or once we know what that date is to make decisions that allow us to get out of debt even faster or save for a certain goal faster um, because once it's defined, then we can manage it and we can figure out ways um, forward. Uh, in his book, he actually gives an example about work-life balance. And when it came to taking on more work or working on weekends or just uh, accepting a project, most people would say yes, because they couldn't vocalize their boundaries. When you ask somebody, uh, you know, what projects they wouldn't take, uh, unless they've been in that position before, they really don't. Have an answer for it, and this goes for really anything. If you ask someone what their mission statements are, what their values are, all these different kinds of things, unless they know what they are and they've written them down and they've defined them, they're again amorphous, and they they really will then move along with the you know ebbs and flows of uh, peer pressure around them. Uh, you know, in the case of saving money, uh, you know, not knowing whether or not you're going to bend, you know, say yes to every single. Uh, invitation that you receive to going out or um, spending money on certain things. And so uh, knowing where that boundary is for you, right? Having a goal where you know what the trade-offs are, what the opportunity costs are, all that kind of stuff becomes important. And we'll talk about this essentialism book uh, in more detail because I really do enjoy it. And a lot of the issues that he spells out in it uh, are describe me to a T, um, which uh, has been really good to kind of see that one. There are other people out there who feel the same way that I do about work, and uh, and that there's a right way to do it. You know, I want to be able to work with clients and give them my all, not, you know, give them the little bit of energy that's left at the end of each day uh, after working with other clients. And then, you know, who gets that priority spot? How do you balance all of that? Uh, it becomes super important. So, uh, in terms of calculating debt payoffs, so. Uh, we do have the spreadsheet on how you spend your which uh, shows my income expenses and current levels of credit card debt and uh, amount owed to the IRS uh, What's interesting about these numbers though is uh, I need to add another spreadsheet to this which I will probably be doing later this um, this month. This is uh, June two thousand nineteen uh, episode twenty nine And I need to add interest to this. This is a really big deal, obviously, because that's the whole point of credit cards, uh, is that that's how they make their money is through interest. And so uh, I had been kind of, I did some hand-waving there with the credit card payments, um, and it currently plots uh, me focused on a getting out of debt date around December 2020, which is exactly 18 months from now. I'm very happy with that goal, but it doesn't fully take into account interest. Um, again, I kind of rounded around a few of those things. So what I did was I hopped over to another app called It, uh, which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, and that's undead.it. Um, it's a really cool service. They have a free account which allows you to plug in your um, your active debts, uh, along with their interest rates, their minimum payments, um, and then allows you to also put in a budget. So when you put in that monthly budget, it will then show you um, based on different things you can do: avalanche method or snowball method. Uh, they have a couple other methods there as well. Like you can um, pay highest. Um, Monthly payments first. Uh, it will show you when you'll get out of debt on each um, liability, so per card, or you know, in my case, the IRS. But then it will also go through and show you when each of those will be completed. Um, as you do make those payments, you can track those in on And what I really like too is that sometimes you have you know, a month where you do better than another month and you might want to make an additional payment. Um, This does allow you to make what's called a snowflake um, payment, which is, you know, on top of the the avalanche or the snowball, uh, that you're going to make these additional payments and then it calculates for you. So uh, in my case, after plugging everything in, it actually gives me an updated, more realistic date using all the proper interest rates, minimum payments, uh, and I am doing highest interest rate first. So that brings me to February 2021. So that is actually 20 months from now. Um, Again, like I said, once you define it, you know uh, what you're focused on. And in my case, I would love to accelerate that and move it back to December, 2020, 18 months from now. Um, uh, this does bring into account something that I haven't talked about on the show yet, which is my IRS number actually has to increase, um, to account for last year. Uh, the show only started in October, 2018, and I only, um, Started focusing on withholding taxes as of the 2019 tax year. So, having filed taxes for 2018, that does mean that that number has gone up by another $10,000. So, now I have updated my numbers in the spreadsheet on howyouspendyourdays.com to reflect that. And so, that total amount is $46,969. Uh, with a debt-free date of February 2021. Uh, And uh, I'll have to look and see if Undeadit has a way for me to share this. Maybe I'll do screenshots or something like that. But I do see that the first uh, liability that will be paid off will be the uh, Chase credit card in October 2020, uh, followed by The IRS fully paid in 2020 as well. Um, So that, you know, they pretty much for all of these, they're all going to round around about the same time um, because I'm making the minimum payments plus some. So once the IRS is fully paid, then the rest of that money gets spread across the Wells Fargo, Chase, and Amex cards, um, highest interest rate first. So Really interesting, um, I would head over there if you have your own debts that you're looking at getting rid of and you can plug those in um, and play around with the different uh, different settings, right? So you can change your monthly budget to see what you might need to uh, put towards debt if you'd like to get out of debt faster. Uh, and also look at different methods. Is it, is it gonna be significant for you to pay the highest interest rate first? Or do you need to pay the lowest balance first to get that small win to get that card gone completely? Uh, So it really depends uh, on what your money personality is going to be in that case. Uh, But it's a really cool tool. Uh, I used to use one called Ready for Zero. Um, This was years ago, it got acquired and shut down by some kind of uh, financial institution in the past. And it was really simple. Um, It didn't have as many tools as Undeadit has. Um, But if you really want to, you know, go the extra mile, it does have uh, paid plans, which uh, offer a bunch of tools. I haven't explored them. I am not using them, um, but you know, I went to go check on things like, um, let's see what options they had here. They had the ability. It looks like a bunch of options for debt restructuring and things like that. So those are more advising type situations where it'll actually show you um, how much you're gonna pay depending on uh, if there's ways to restructure your debt and that kind of thing. So um, there's a really cool compare methods chart where you can click on compare methods and you'll see how much you'll pay in both principal and interest uh, across debt snowball, debt avalanche, the hybrid debt ratio version, Um, highest credit utilization first, highest monthly payment first, or custom lowest number first. So you really get to have a lot of uh, options there. And then you get to track through that, uh, recording each payment so that you can see what it looks like, Uh, and really focus on getting out of debt as quickly as you can. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode. It's a really short one. Uh, I really just want to focus on making sure that you know what your date is. Uh, It's really enlightening for me to know what that is, including all of my uh, interests and all of that that I'm accumulating, Um, being able to see what that interest looks like, uh, it's painful to see. It's something I want to get rid of. And so knowing what that is allows you to manage that. Uh, again, you can check that out. At, uh, it's undet.it. Uh, again, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but if you know anybody who's also trying to get out of debt, uh, definitely send them uh, that link so they can uh, plug it in and get their date uh, and create an account. That way you can track it over time and you're not going to have to recalculate this every single time you want to think about it. Uh, So that'll do it. And uh, if you like what you're listening to, we'd appreciate any reviews or ratings. Uh, You can hop over into iTunes or Spotify to give us a rating uh, review. Uh, It really helps other people find the show and uh, good luck on your financial journeys. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions.